totally your game, though, is to start recording before we even know. All right. And and then we're like, I don't remember saying that. I didn't know we were recording. Yes. (laughs) Hit it, Bobby. Hit it, Bobby. Bobby Banter. Bobby Banter. I'm on the mic. Gonna do what I like. Step to me, I run over you with my trike. (laughs) Waka, 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 waka. So, are we ready to start with the intro, or should I? Are we I gave up. Play the music. Uh, and you know that's going to be the intro now, right? <laughs> that's going to be the, oh, that's the intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. And- Welcome, all our loyal fans, listeners, podcasters around the world. It's another episode of See What Sticks. Or Bobby Banter Slow Jams. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's starting us off today, Bobby? Wait, so that was the intro? I don't know. It felt right. like an, was it? Felt like, it an, felt an, like intro. an intro. Yeah, it felt like a kiddie pool intro, intro, but we introed. Well, you know. It was just the tip. It is. <laughs> There's a lot it's, of things that are gratuitous on this show, and you know, it, I just want to... Uh, <laughs> It's the late, late, late in San Vegas, Orleans, or wherever we are. um, Yeah, welcome. I don't know. I I can start us off with something. Give us something. So um, this is kind of similar to, and I really only have this one thing today, but uh, but I'll I'm sure you guys will have plenty to talk about that I can contribute to. But I I. this kind of goes with my um, bitch please too, but it's, it's similar, but um, you know, it's, it's like know-it-alls people that have an opinion about everything, people that want to one up you all the time. <laughs> um, yes. Chuck talking to you, buddy. Um, but you know, it's like, no matter what you've done, no matter, no matter, you know, and like, you're not even bragging, you're just telling a story. And then it's like, what I would do. You know, that shit drives me crazy. Somebody's somebody's always got to be better than, or, you know, it's like, well. Um, I went up Chuck or earlier, actually, and I, oh, I prefaced totally it by saying not to one up you, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was an awesome one up. It was it was more of a flex, though, I really think. It was a bit of a flex. But it was. We all know, you know those people. Yeah. But the, the other thing is, you know, um, living in nerd culture like I have for the past 76 years. Um, like that is nerd culture in, in and of itself. Like if you play in a D and D campaign, somebody has got a better D and D story and they're going to tell you <laughs> if you've got an opinion about star Wars, somebody has got a better opinion and they're going to tell you you're wrong. And you know, I, I think that st- that was always very strong in geek culture. Now, unfortunately, that that geek culture is leaked over into everything else, you know, because we get it all the time now. Hmm. Um, uh, well, well, yeah. People people think their opinion is fact now too. Yeah. Oh, I think. Right. And it's it's everybody's an expert. Um, yes. My problem is with the generation we have now, and I'm with my one of my kids. Uh, we'll be talking about something, and he'll be like, "Well, uh, I was watching YouTube." And on YouTube, um, and some of it's historical, and I'm like, 
that didn't really happen, dude. But some of it's like comic books or it's TV shows or it's cartoons. And I'm like, dude, somebody just made that. You know, it's not like that was the author or the creator of the show. This is just like fill in the blank nerd who lives in his mom's basement who had some time to throw together a video, you know? The, well, uh, people have gotten very good at uh, production these days. Mm-hmm. Good production equals truth. Yeah, yeah. If it's flashy enough and pretty enough, then it's got to be true. You but can't like, put it on the internet if it's not true. Well, the other thing is, you know, look at all the memes that are popping up right now that about COVID or all the memes popping up about how, you know, Trump is the savior and the Messiah and shit like that. And it's like, I, routinely, I one of Joan's uncles and I are going back and forth on Facebook as I just sit there and drop, say, this doesn't make sense because of this logical fallacy. It's ignoring this fact and then dropping information on him. And literally he works harder to not hear facts and reason than to, and to be right. That was air quotes that he works really hard at that but doesn't work really hard at like fact checking the bullshit he puts out there. It drives me insane. Well, he, he, I don't know. I mean, one thing that I find about him is that he is completely incapable of showing compassion. Absolutely. Oh, Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just, um, you know, I mean, he really, he just doesn't seem to care. And like anything that, I don't know. It's like all these things that I read about that he's undoing, you know, or we stopped doing this, we stopped doing that. It's just, it's just like I cringe, you know, because it's like just kind of the antithesis of, you know, what I believe <laughs> generally. Do speaking. you think he's tried to fuck his daughter? I think he's thought about it. And I'm not being, I'm not being flippant. Like, um, I think he said, literally said, if she wasn't my daughter, I would date her. He did say something to that effect. And I'm not, I mean, obviously I greatly dislike him, but you know, it's very weird. Their, their relationship is very weird. Well, it's I mean, ma- he wouldn't a- date her, but he already did fuck her. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't it's, know. It's amazing what people, what excuses people will write for him. Like well, even- what, what Bobby was saying a minute ago goes back to his original point though. I think people who are know-it-alls or who want to one-up you, it's got to be about them. And I think that's his greatest flaw is everything's about him. You know, it's other oh, people in North Korea love me. People in Japan love me. <laughs> he's, he's the biggest well, narcissist in the entire world. Like literally well, him, maybe Kanye West is close, but he's to, to get that office. I mean, you've got to be somewhat narcissistic. Yeah. At, now, nowadays, that. nowadays, but he's not human. That's the thing. Like he just cannot relate on a human level where like, you know, pretty much every other president in history has been somewhat presidential. I mean, you know, even even the ones that we don't like or that are, you know, I mean, I don't know, at least in modern Andrew history. Johnson, Nixon. Oh, y'all weren't around for Andrew Johnson. Well, but I think that his narcissism is so severe that it allows him to ignore what was put into place to stop people like him, or, or even if you want to say, you know, uh, Abraham Lincoln um, or FDR, you know, I mean, they, they broke the mold on the presidency. Also, we just, 
mostly think what they did was for the good of everyone, you know? Um, but his narcissism is beyond that, you know? Yeah. He just, he just does not seem, like I said, he just does not seem to have like any ability to relate. Like he's, he's just kind of unaffected by whatever else is going on in the world. And it's all in, like you said, Cyrano, it's all about him, you know, but I, I've I've just never seen narcissism on this level before, you know. I mean, it's like we knew that he was a narcissist and we knew that he was insecure and all these things, and then he became the president, and he's still like I'm like the way I was like I mean four years ago, three plus years ago when he first got the job, and he's like, you know, um, bashing Saturday Night Live people for making fun of him on, you know, I'm like, you won, you're the president, and you're still getting on Twitter. When having wars with celebrities, you know, and like, talking you know, about their the ratings, he's obsessed with ratings. Yeah. yeah, so my ratings are through the roof. They're huge. They're huge. Huge. They're huge. And I think it's funny how he purports to be an expert of everything. No one has studied X more than me. Like uh, my, really? my most my most recent <laughs> favorite was the, the cognitive test. The doctors were shocked that I used the cognitive test. <laughs> I'm shocked too, motherfucker. Like, motherfucker, they were like, is this a circle or a square? <laughs> well, but he also, he's using that as an attack on Biden already. Like, yeah. can, can Biden handle this job? Can't, you know, and it's like, dude, you know, Reagan handled it for, what, six and a half years just fine. Well, they, I, my thing is it'll be a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, See, he's I, waving. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what was there a senator or somebody this week that said that now, at, right now in the White House, there are only people who are sycophants and um, what is it, people who drank the Kool Aid or something like that? Kool Aid drinkers, and I can't remember the other one, but it was Jim Acosta from CNN. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, He's a hippie liberal scum, so his opinion doesn't count. He is, but the fact that he hasn't like taken a blown torch to that place, they give that guy so much shit. They are always all over him. <laughs> but he's, he's right. He's just it just makes him more bankable later. Acosta? Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If Trump it's, took took verbal pot shots at me every day, at some point I'd be able to monetize it and I'm an idiot. Yeah, he's gonna write a book someday about being you know, the only member of the third estate that was willing to, or the fourth estate, sorry. That was actually Who's the fifth estate? Uh, Twitter Is trolls? The, oh, okay. You oh, lost me on the estates. I'm not <laughs> learned enough. You're not learned? I'm not conversant in French history. <laughs> <laughs> French Revolution, man. We can, we can, when when the COVID is gone, we'll get together and talk. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh no, I didn't mean to do that. Oops. <laughs> Chuck, you Chuck, are you fucking shit up. I did I was, see the uh, the best tweet or headline or something I've seen all week was somebody. Sh- it's like a screenshot. Somebody shared an article that said uh, people refusing to wear a mask linked to low cognitive ability. 
Did you see this? Yes. It, yeah. It was people that wouldn't comply. Yeah. The reply was, I don't know what cognitive ability is, but I ain't wearing no mask. <laughs> right. It was, yeah, I saw that too. It was, it that was um, funny on it, levels. Just in a relation, in relation to um, just compliance in general, you know? <laughs> so us being, us being the sheep, uh, obviously, um, you know, apparently, apparently, apparently being the sheep makes you smart. As far as government overreach and tyranny, it is a problem. There, there are definite things in the United States federal government that overstep the bounds and intrude in the daily lives of people. And they've made everybody so fucking paranoid about it that when there's an actual thing happening and it, and the, the, and it slightly affects them in some way. Now it's time to take a stand. Not given trillions of dollars to corporations, not, you know, not nothing like that. Just, if I'm going to wear a piece of cloth on my face while I'm at Walmart, yeah, they can't, oh, they, they can't make you do that. I have so many issues. That's you're on my bitch, please. So I'm just going to, well, chill. actually I'm kind of working into my bitch, please a little bit, too. <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's just absolutely, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean that we're okay. So your constitutional rights end when they, start to infringe on my personal health, you know, and not just me personally, but you know, like, like, it's like, um, you know, you can't smoke in a restaurant, you know, you can't smoke in a bar. You can't, uh, you can't walk outside with not without wearing pants. Um, well, I guess you could, but you're not, you're not allowed you to can. legally. Um, it's wearing culottes. <laughs> but I'm, you know, like, so they say the they, French can't, podcast today. they can't make you do this. It's, it's non-constitutional. Well, you know, they can make you wear a seatbelt, you know, or they'll fine you or whatever. There I mean, was a there was actually a pretty big uh, resistance to a lot of that. Uh, Ralph Nader, you know, he was like the most hated man in the world at one time because of seatbelts. Well, we, we didn't pass the seatbelt law in wherever the hell we are until the 90s, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this, though. Like, if, if you're riding in the car with somebody and they're not wearing their seatbelt, Make them buckle up, not okay. not to protect them, but like if you get in a wreck and their body's gonna be flying all over the place, and liable to kill you. So you know. So, so sad. So sad story. Uh, my grandfather, who has one eye, important, <laughs> decided <laughs> decided to move to. I want to know why you call your penis your grandfather. Uh, I mean, because he's old, but he does his thing. Why are you hating? <laughs> Decided to move to a rural part of wherever the fuck we are this week. And uh, as you might imagine, the roads were not good. So my little brother and I got sent out there to hang out with him during the summer. It's retired to look at us. I don't know. My grandfather, who has one eye, is driving us into town. And I'm pretty sure was not in the middle of this rural road. You know, it's like up on, it reminds me a little bit of where Chuck grew up. It's like, up in the uh, hills, like narrow roads. There were no, there's no center line or anything. So, pickup truck, his car, bam. Neither one of us or none of us were wearing seatbelts. None of us. Um, I'm in the front seat. My little brother's in the back seat. My grandfather's obviously driving with his one eye. Um, 
and uh, he like shattered his kneecap. Uh, my little brother got knocked the fuck out. Like Debo had rolled up on him. Um, for some odd reason, I'm in the front seat. I have no idea why. I was fine. So it's a hoax. <laughs> it's not a hoax. It's not a hoax because my little brother, I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but like he he was all fucked up. Yeah, but the flu kills more people. That's true. That's true. Um, so it was really, we were really, 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 really lucky that we just happened to not, I think, be going very fast. Um, but the funny part about it is I got out of the car and because we're in the middle of fucking nowhere and it's like 1998, nobody had a cell phone because we were poor. Uh, I walk what I thought was like six miles. It turns out it was like 400 feet because um, somebody's house. <laughs> I go, hey, do you have a phone? And the dude goes, no, nah, but I can go down the street. And I'm like, motherfucker, you don't have a house phone? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I grew so, up where we had a party line. So he goes and gets somebody. Ambulance comes and gets us. They take us to the hospital. I ride in the front of the ambulance the whole way. <laughs> Just changing the tunes and shit. Just talking shit with the paramedics, you know. We get to the <laughs> hospital. They sit me down in the little seat where you got to register everybody. And they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, you know, Serena de Bergerac, bitch. You know how to spell it? Uh, <laughs> Can't you see my nose? I tell them all about my little brother, my grandpa. I call my parents. I'm like, hey, yeah, we got in a wreck, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I go sit in the waiting room. And they're like, wait a minute. Were you in the car? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> so then they took me back. And they're like, oh, you must have like a head made out of vibranium or some shit because you're fucking okay but that's why you should wear seatbelts because we were crazy 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 lucky we were celebrities in uh my neighborhood for a little bit as we got how, how old were you uh 15 or 16 old enough if, to know better you know than not wearing a seatbelt if you look at the data that tells me that seatbelts are unnecessary mm-hmm. true real talk well well no so, like, if, when you're 16, seatbelts are unnecessary. If you're younger than 16, you're going to get fucked up if you're sitting in the back seat. And then if you're than older than 16, you're going to break your knee, so you, you don't want a seatbelt because that'll trap you behind the steering column. And since my little brother sometimes listens to these, it also proves that he's a pussy and I'm not. <laughs> I was uh, In I was his defense, once. getting trapped between those seats and pinballing off of them, I mean, he probably hit, hit three or four times and you hit maybe once. I hit the dashboard. <laughs> He's a pussy. We were coming home from vacation uh, one year, and um, I was like 11. My dad was driving, and we had a minivan. Um, it was a Toyota Previa minivan. And um, we hydroplaned into the median of the road and then rolled like completely over. Not not flipped, but rolled, you know, so all the way over to the back onto the wheels. 360 um but it uh you know it was crazy so we hydroplane rolled and it was like you know probably 10 15 seconds total time but it just in that moment felt like forever and i was i was a little kid and i was like panicking i was like why did this happen to but we were all wearing our seatbelts. nobody was nobody was seriously hurt Although my dad did have a big gash on his arm, the roof collapsed like where he was, like just at the 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 driver's side. But if he would have been any taller, my dad's like five six. If he would have been any taller, he would have been killed. Uh, but we were all wearing our seatbelts. Nobody was thrown from the vehicle. It was uh, it was crazy. So um, I don't know. I don't know if that means you should wear seatbelts or not. But it means you're a good libtard. <laughs> yes. 
It's all and fake. I mean, well, back in the olden days, we were riding the buggy, and uh, <laughs> it, it one of the spokes broke in the wheel, and yeah, that, it was tough. <laughs> I had to go to get a tree and help lever it up. Was we that did. after? Was that after Sally died of diphtheria? <laughs> That's exactly where I was going with that. The Oregon Trail. I don't know where else you would go. Like, where else do you go with that? You know, like, typhoid. It was right. dysentery. I would love to show my kid OG Oregon Trail today. <laughs> we have we actually have a handheld version. Of we have a, like a deck of cards school. made up from it. But this it's old school. I mean, it's you know it's like old school graphics and yeah, words and shit. Yeah. But uh, I actually completed – I never completed Oregon Trail as a kid, but I, I won the game now, like recently. Past nice. I wonder if anyone else has. There's a good tweet, Charles. Did anyone make it to Oregon? I did Oh, make it. oh you, want me to, you want me to hit the Twitter up real quick? Yeah, or, or make a note. <laughs> make a note to do so. What's our email address again? Um. Hey, y'all. See what sticks pod at gmail.com. And what's our what's our Twitter handle? Oh, it's uh the real stick it is, right? It's uh if you do see what's sticks pod, it'll come up at Charles Theo something. <laughs> Theodo. Theodo. We, we make it 15. really easy for you to find us. Yeah. <laughs> We XS, don't even know how to find us. Hey. Hashtag hey, double exclamation point. I'm having to type on this 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 weird machine here to get the Twitter thing going. Oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been discharged from the hospital. That's breaking. She needs to uh, hang on for a couple months. Oh, there's no, there's no way she doesn't have a living will right now that says, keep me the fuck alive. She'll have... Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be okay if she was like a brain connected to a car battery kind of thing. Chuck, didn't you date her? Oh, no, <laughs> no. Her dick was bigger than mine. <laughs> Honestly, though, if, if you're if you're narrow in the field that much, it's a lonely life for you, buddy. <laughs> he has no response. No, <laughs> he's, he's trapped by his Twitter machine right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I it's got something... Well, hold I on. I feel like what, okay, oh, go. go. Now I was just going to say it's funny that he's able to access um, Twitter through his typewriter, but anyway. yes, <laughs> through well, his. Uh, it's got this pic- picture box on top here. <laughs> it does help. The spirits um, talk to me in it. I have a feeling we may be very uh, politic oriented. This time around, I don't know. There's, there's oh no, so I, in the I've got a great non-politic question. Okay, well, I, I've got one that's non-politic. I've got a nostalgia about. one. So okay, well, I might be nostalgia too, actually. Too. I, yeah. Shut the fuck noticed, up, Chuck. It's Taint's turn. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that I do something now that that does make me a monster. Stick your finger and in your butt when you masturbate. Does or doesn't? Been doing that one for a while. Oh, and, so are you I going fist now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know when this when this happens, but I know it's wrong, and I do it anyway. So when I put on my shoes and socks, I go. <laughs> selecting for Coke. Like, I, don't I go sock shoe, sock shoe. 
That's heresy. I think the the common way, I'm pretty sure, is sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Mm, I put, I, I go socks and then shoes, both at, and just jump yeah, into both. But see, I go like right foot, sock, right shoe, left foot, sock, left shoe. And it's more. You, you should switch it up and try to do right sock, left shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Right shoe. Have we talked about this before? I feel like we've talked about this before. We have um, on the pod. Perhaps you and Taint have, personally. But yeah. Well, see, I gotta go. In your non socked foot, pissed off because it's cold. (laughs) Yeah, once to get it on, but it's the it's economy of movement at that point. Where are your socks? Do you ever forget that you only put on the one sock and the one shoe, and you're like, oh time to go and you just walk out there with you, only one side you could no. go like full i would I, and just i would fucking... end up walking in circles that way bobby it would just i would just be walking in a very big <laughs> circle because i'd be out of balance you could go full old guy and just rock, rock like some dock shoes or some shit you know without socks, <laughs> without socks. yeah <laughs> just carry a racket a, t- a racket around with you you know we are yep, two like, topics in and i've been attacked two times <laughs> well with your with your uh hip issues you, there's no way you should be walking around with yeah. mismatched Papa shoes. Papa McDaniel definitely does the boat shoes, no socks. Uh-huh. I've got, I've got some, um, I've got some shoes that are appropriate to wear with no socks. But, um, you know, I have orthotic insoles. Speaking of old guys, and so I have to go. I have to decide which shoes I'm going to wear. I got to go orthotic insole, orthotic insole, then socks, then shoes. So it's a, it's, you know, it's a time consuming process. See, Not my sh- my shoes are by the door. My socks are in my bedroom. So it would be very, very inconvenient because I'd have to put on a sock, run to the next room, put on a shoe, run back to the bedroom, put on a sock, run back. And then I would be going off course because I'd be unbalanced and not ever meet that last shoe. So, I couldn't do it. Weird side. Did Mr. Rogers change his socks and shoes on his show? Yes. Yes. He changed his shoes. Okay. He went from dress shoes to tennis shoes. He never changed his socks when it was raining outside. I don't remember changing. Maybe he did. I'm sure, you know, I don't know. In all the episodes, probably he did at some point. I don't remember masturbating. Does he have galoshes? (laughs) You, You definitely masturbated to him and the black dude in the tub. Which was groundbreaking TV. That was groundbreaking. <laughs> that was groundbreaking. That, that nobody knew about until it became a meme two years ago. Yes. I knew about it. I watched it live. You were probably part of the production staff. <laughs> I need another hashtag. Should I hashtag abortion on this Oregon Trail thing? So it gets- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, throw, in a sec- I'll throw in a second amendment hashtag too <laughs> as well get them all oh and hunting did you hashtag hunting because that's legit because you, you sure. go out and kill a buffalo and have like 800 pounds of meat you could take 23 pounds <laughs> yeah i mean in your second amendment right of course you know right to bear arms although it's actually a right to assemble but that's a whole different animal. of course I, I just went out to kill the buffalo to piss off the native americans that's all i did <laughs> Yeah. Shoot a bunch of those fucking things. I have this game on my phone, and it's a hunting game. 
And it's Where you're tweeted. A, well, it's an archery game, actually. I should have made it a pole. And on this archery game, you can shoot various there's like one stage where you can shoot animals and you actually compete against somebody like to to be the most accurate killer of animals one of the animals like you get the most points for is like a snow leopard so i have some (laughs) moral issues with it but i'm really good at killing those snow leopards um i wouldn't uh i wouldn't actually kill a snow leopard just so you know when you kill them like bitch you ain't blending in (laughs) i can see you have a shadow you have a they, it's they, midday. And remember, this is bow hunting, so they, it takes more than one shot to kill the the uh, to kill the snow leopard. So they start running at you. So then you have to aim as they're you know. <laughs> see, you wait for them to get like right up there, right right when they're about to swipe you, and that's when you shoot them in the head. <laughs> okay, well, I admit that you're a badass because if you shoot something that runs at you, I'm not shooting that thing again. <laughs> get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, this is in a video game, and it's not real life. So, <laughs> it's not reality. It's not like Life on the Street, where the people who are on PCP chase me down and shoot, try to when well, I'm see, shooting at them. Eat the gun. Well, that's why bears are so crazy. Not about the PCP, but um, like, like if a bear decides it wants to fuck you up, what are you going to do about it? Because you cannot run a bear. They can. I'm going to get trees. fucked up. Right. Oh, yeah. That's right. What if the bear wants to, now speaking to the PCP? What if the bear wants to get fucked up with you? Well, that'd be different. That'd well, be chill, man. man. If that'd it can climb trees, if it can climb trees and catch you, you just give it some. <laughs> then I'm probably at a gay bar if a bear wants to get fucked up with me. And then I'm, you know, why aren't y'all there with me? Yeah, I've been told that I would qualify as a bear, which leads to my 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 <laughs> conversation starter: Is butt sex bad? <laughs> What do you mean? You have to be more specific. Is butt sex bad? So like, let's say you and your wife want to go do the hoogly googly and stick it up her pooply or she stick it up your pooply. It's, you know, it's, you know. So here's my, here's my 20. 20. First of all, that's exit only there for me. Thank you. Right. Well, here's my thing. If, if you've got two people, non-related consenting adults that want to have butt sex, Non-related consenting adults that want to. How far sex. are we? How far? How far are we removed on the cousins there? Oh, and what if it's a Roman Catholic priest? Well, we. <laughs> what state do we live in? We do. Li- we live in San Orleans or wherever we live, and we know how things are around here. But, um, yeah. Well, we but, do live in the parishes. But um, <laughs> so so yeah, butt sex when it's um an adult and an eight-year-old boy, I do not condone. Yes, that but, would be bad. But consenting, that is bad. Consenting, consenting adults, I'm good with. Honestly, if you're related and you're consenting, what the fuck? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't reproduce. Yeah. I mean, and the likelihood of reproducing if you're doing it in the butt, not high. I, I don't know. There's a lot of ass wipes in my family. Well, not <laughs> my married into family. And well, not a lot, just too specific. Well, right the likelihood now. of reproducing between same sex related people probably not high either just saying but my, my favorite category of butt sex is known as the poop hole loophole <laughs> and garfunkel that is where, and oaks <laughs> that is where you are a virgin and 
to not make God mad, you just let him do it in the butt and stay a virgin. <laughs> and that's a real thing, mind you. Yeah. So part two of this is what, so, so would you put, I've got four objects here. Would you, <laughs> would, would you put any of these objects in your butt for a, for a hundred thousand dollars? Your finger. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Put your finger in my butt for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that was number two. Someone else's finger. Yes. A Sharpie. For a hundred thousand dollars? Yes. Even if it's one of the big fatties? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, t- um, lid off or on? <laughs> <laughs> a dildo. Yes. And, and it got silent. <laughs> well, well, it makes you sound gay, but $100,000 is $100,000. Well, I mean, and the thing is, I don't care about sounding gay, but like, I don't really like, I mean, I don't like the idea of things going in my butt, to be honest, but, but there's not a lot of things I wouldn't stick in my ass for $100,000. <laughs> what about was, one of the, you know, those little balls what would, that what would be the too tree that with spikes on it? Well, that's the thing. Anything like that's going to Anything that's going to tear on the way back out is, you know, debatable. But, but again, $100,000, like, I'm going to heal. I'm going to be all right. You know, like, as long as it doesn't heal on a yacht, I'm just saying, as long as it, <laughs> it, it, as long as it doesn't require um, hospitalization for extended periods of time, it's probably okay. So is there anything that, that you wouldn't, damage. anything that you wouldn't for $100,000? Like Coke can. A fist. A baby's fist. <laughs> well, well, that gets back into that priest thing that we said yeah, was bad. Yeah. yeah. So anything anything involving someone who's non-consenting would not do that. Um, We're just talking inanimate objects here, I think. Inanimate objects. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll, well keep it simple. Fingers, though. Baseball bat. The fat end. So you do the handle. You do the handle. <laughs> Once you got past that first three fourths of an inch or so, you'd be good to go. Um, let's see, uh, a stapler. I'm just looking at things that are around here. <laughs> things on my desk. This water bottle. Amazon Kindle. <laughs> a sport. This is a big one. Calculator. <laughs> that doesn't add up. The mouse. Um, now, mouse can be multiple. Yes. That could be going different directions. We could have get a whole different category of rodents, but but uh, this is this is an electronic mouse. What about a ferret? They're a little bit slender. Pull, yeah. pull a baby a ferret. So that's some weird stuff, isn't it? Where, like what? <laughs> at what point do you go from like thinking about that to being like, all right, fuck it, let's just do it? <laughs> After you've switched to your third or fourth drug of the night. Okay. Well, and. Yeah. You know, anything that anything that you could risk getting stuck up there just doesn't seem worth it, especially if it's a living thing. Um, Wouldn't be living long. Apparently not. I don't know. But um, long enough to not to gnaw on something mm. unpleasant, unpleasant. I call the peanuts and corn. <laughs> <laughs> just oof. so <laughs> I just realized I'm slow. I just realized. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, whenever I eat corn, I always tell it out. I'll see you later. <laughs> um, corn, corn has no. Corn has a really high sugar content, so I've quit eating it. Yeah, you are old. Your teeth, all that stuff. They're wooden. Wooden. <laughs> Washington style. Oh yeah. Well, my understanding is George Washington's teeth were actually slaves' teeth. Mm. They weren't wooden. Some, some of them were. Really? Yeah. So. That's so hardcore. Speaking of which, I had to give up being a rapper because Kanye was going to be the president. And I figured I couldn't be the opposite of a president. Yeah. Does that make sense? Nope. Nope. That does okay. not check out. No. <laughs> if anything, you should have ran against him. Or primaried I, him at least. See, but he, I, he, he, I, like, I, like I, I said, yeah. I was saying earlier, I think Kanye is the only person that could challenge Trump for biggest narcissist in the world. Yeah, but and this is going to sound really odd, but I feel I hate Kanye because I think he's a douche. But I do. I feel bad for him because I think he's got like legit mental health problems. Like that dude ain't right. You know, there's just something not normal. He's he's a narcissist, obviously, but his behavior. Like his eyes ain't his eyes ain't even right. He, there's something wrong with that cat. His behavior is so erratic and weird. And, you know, like at least with Trump, you can be like, oh, you got daddy issues. You're a narcissist. I'm like, you know, that makes yeah. sense. You know, Kanye is like, motherfucker, you are crazy. Like, yeah. shit. You got a smoking hot wife? Just go home and bang her. What are you doing? You know? But no, you got to call yourself Jesus and wear a MAGA hat and have meetings with Donald Trump and say you're going to run for president. Dude, take your pills, man. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's something. I don't even know. He had some mental health issues. Yeah. But that's I okay. Think, I mean, people like, I mean, bef- I don't know. I mean, I think like the Taylor Swift thing was his first major, major public gaffe, you know? But um, like. What did he- Trump do to Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> but he's just never he's just, i've never been a big kanye fan i've never you know people talk about like his you know lyrical talent and his you know i don't know just his songwriting ability and you know his, all his see his, but, just, just his overall talent in general and i just but I don't part know. of that is uh, like a is it's the critic conundrum so you had this happen with theater critics back in the 60s that if they couldn't understand what they were seeing or couldn't, you know, relate it to something, then they assumed that it was genius. Right. And I, I think that's what happens in like rock lyrics, rap lyrics and things like that. Uh, in, in music sometimes currently is though, as people will hear something, they'll be like, well, this is, this is pure genius. This is that. And it's like, well, no, they just totally ripped off, you know, this, or they did that, or they're, they're using slang in, in a different way and you're just not catching the idioms or, or something like that. And the, so you'll, will will aspire greatness on people so quickly now, uh, lyric, you know, for lyrical greatness that they don't get a chance to have staying power, which is why Kesha should have her entire uh, career she should get a complete do-over because of that douchebag that stole her records. 
You know, I don't even know Kesha that much, but I know she was on uh, like a kid show that we, we were watching. Like he, she was her on the show and did a song. And I was like, that's kind of a banger. Oh, she's catchy. Catchy. I don't know that I could tell you a Kesha song under threat of physical harm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh. yeah, me neither. I know yeah, she spelled her name with a, I know she spelled her name with a dollar sign, but that's all I know. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I know who she is, obviously, yeah, but I can't think of a song of hers yeah. off the top of my head. I don't listen to the radio anymore, though. You know, like I'm always listening to a podcast or music on Spotify that I chose, you know, or that they said, hey, listen to this. I am, I am trapped I in the crows. 80s and uh, well, 70s, 80s and 90s alternative and punk uh, uh, playlists or Spotify. That's like all I listen to right now. And interesting hamilton. and hamilton it's interesting considering you're in your 70s that you you know like all that mid 70s 80s punk rock just means he never sold out mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm he OG. never went he never went pop emoji he was down with little richard when he hit the scene i like uh the the daily mixes that spotify has been making check out spotify app on in the app store or Google Play. Give me some money, motherfuckers. That's right. They ain't sponsoring us. We're on them. They need to give us money. Yeah, just just listen to us on Spotify. and We're we're on Spotify. They should pay us for sure. They should, motherfuckers. I mean, that's how you get them, too. Just call them out. They owe me. Call them motherfuckers. Yeah, call them motherfuckers, and that should work. That's how you you, uh, move on them like Trump said. All of us are actually motherfuckers. Yeah, just saying. Hey, pretty soon, grandmother fucker. Oh, oh my gosh! I'm hoping that's going to be a while. Yeah, at least two or three years. <laughs> I'm hoping <laughs> ten. Well for me, hoping ten. For me, I'm hoping. I'm sure. 10. I'm sure one of the kids are going to have a baby oops at some point. One of whose kids? One of whose? Not my kids. My kids. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, oh. If if your kids do, you gotta quit going to the Catholic Church, Bobby. <laughs> I told my kids they can't uh, they can't date till they're thirty six. So that should it work. That should work. It worked for me. You didn't yeah. start dating until you were thirty six. <laughs> Not successfully. <laughs> <laughs> so Hi, uh, where do you live? It's not a pickup. <laughs> Why do you think I know so much about comic books and movies? <laughs> That's what all the ladies are into. Yeah. That was funny. I worked at a comic shop one time and I was the least socially awkward gentleman in the in the building. So like anytime a girl would come in, they would talk to me. So like in this little subculture, everybody's like, oh my gosh, you talk to girls so well. And you know, this I'm like, it's a low bar, guys. It's it's really it's such a low bar. Well, you know what I've found when it comes to women? Not that I'm an expert, but I think, you know, because you see some. You finally found it? (laughs) Show me. Take a picture next time. Well, I'm just saying you see sometimes like this, like, like this just is not, you know, like we, we've all admitted that we've all outkicked our coverage, but, but, um, but, you know, you see some, it's just like, this does not make sense. How does this even work? But you know, I think more than anything, a woman is attracted to confidence. Like, 
it, it doesn't matter what you look like, you know, it just, if you're confident, then, you know, it doesn't mean you could just be a complete dick and be confident. It's going to work. But, um, although that seems to work too, it was when you're 14, but, um, <laughs> I think that's true, but I think it applies to more than just women. What confidence? Yeah. You can confidence your way into a lot of stuff. I think that's yeah. what they call a confidence man. And it's well, actually I, against the law. Well, it's also, it's also can be mistaken for being delusional because I used to play basketball with guys that were ultra confident, but they were horrible, but they would never believe that they were. They thought they were the best. Like, like they have all the gear. They look the part <laughs> like, yeah, motherfucker. That's every Even, kid at the mall right now. Though. It's like, you know, you can't guard me, motherfucker. They can't hit. They couldn't hit every once in a while. They just throw something up. It'll go in. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, like every dog has their day, but it, that's that stuff would drive me crazy. Like I, I, uh, I can't stand when people think they're better than they are. You know, that's just a. We're it kind of goes back to what we we're talking about before from the very beginning. Um, you know, one up in you, but but uh, it's just you know, like like I know how good I am at basketball or whatever, and and like I was a decent basketball player, but I knew that I wasn't the best you know i knew that there was guys that were way better than me um but i wasn't a big shit talker i was you know i'm competitive get out but um but yeah anybody that just you know those were those those cats were just always hilarious to me they'd come in you know they got they've got all the gear they've got their they got the giant shorts and they've got the brand new jordans and they've got their socks pulled up to their knees and they've got the headband and the sweatband and the you know, and they've <laughs> everything they got their gym bag is brand new. Everything they got, they got the best basketball. They've got everything, but they can't play for shit. <laughs> they're legendary. Well, back, biggest basketball mistake I ever made was shit talking Bill Russell. Man, he made me eat that. <laughs> Bill Sorry. Russell, local realtor. What did he make you eat? <laughs> so I went up to do a shot, and you know. <laughs> He was fantastic at blocking shots. You went, up to, course, you went up to do a shot? Yeah, I went to do a shot. And, <laughs> and he was excellent at blocking shots. He's not like the, the, the way these little hip cats are now, where they smack the ball out of bounds like they're, like they're a little cat playing with a ping pong ball or something like that. He would actually take the block and turn it as the block would become the outlet pass. Well, because he was so adept at directing these things, he decided to direct it off my face, and that smarted. It it did not tickle. Last time I talked crap about the 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 Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> He's an eleven-time champion, Bill Russell. I didn't know at the time. I mean, it was just a pickup <laughs> game. <laughs> Where was this? At the Garden. <laughs> MSG, right? What garden? Yeah. MSG, right? Yeah. Monosodium glutamate garden? Yeah. Oh, that gives me diarrhea. I don't do MSG. <laughs> Taint, what you got? Um, no, Taint. Sereno. Just call <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Yes. So, we've we've stepped in. We're in the meta so, part you of got? the podcast so, where we. I left my body. It's late for taint. You know, you got to give him a break. 
it's, it's late. It's late oh. and early because he'll go to sleep and then wake up in like three hours, won't you? That's what I'm I've saying. Gotta, yeah, he's an early And then right. my kid will go to sleep when I see him when I get up in the morning. I gotta go to the doctor tomorrow early. So, rectal exam? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> probably, but that's why you always choose a doctor with long, thin fingers, very small hands. This one, the guy who just asked us what items we would stick up our butt. <laughs> Uh, so I've, um, this will go into what we're listening to later, but I'm listening to uh, a lot of movie, uh, rewatching podcasts lately. And so I listened to one today and it got me being very nostalgic about childhood. So that is, uh, my topic is what is the most nostalgic movie you can think of from your childhood? Before we get into that though, Chuck said his was nostalgic. So I'm a little concerned about how sticking stuff up his butt is nostalgic, but you guys work through that. I think I have. I may have an answer already. I would hope, I would hope so. About um, Chuck being nostalgic about sticking stuff up his butt, or the movie about a movie. There's one that's like. Are you talking for me? Are we talking about the talkies or the silent movies? For you, it would probably be silent movies. So anything by Chaplin is good. Anything by Chaplin is good. Buster Keaton was so much better. Okay. Don't. Top Gone with gun. the wind. Oh, why Shotgun? <clears throat> you, um, you like it because like of the homoerotic volleyball scene? Yes. Uh, Kenny Loggins, genius. Yeah. He's, a, he's a Kanye of his time. <laughs> Highway to the danger zone. I liked his work better in Caddyshack, but go ahead. Okay. Um, see, I think personally for me, it'd be like the Star Wars movies because I grew up with those like – on the Betamax VCR, like, hold, I'll just watch five minutes before dinner. It's okay. But, like, as a whole nostalgia, like, in a time and, and a childhood, Top Gun or the original uh, Karate Kid. Yeah, one of our uh, extended buddies, not, not on the pod, actually was shit-talking Karate Kid a few years ago. Oh, you like mean a, Ezekiel. Yeah. I was watching that movie a little while ago. It is a terrible movie. I was like, I think what? it was me, actually. It was not you, actually. Not it was well, I, I was have, referring to. I have said that as well. well it, man, it was, it was Ezekiel. Can I mute you? I, I can't remember talking shit about it. I'll say like... You motherfuckers. No, I, I like the movie. No, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Karate Kid fan. That's one of those movies that when it comes on, like I can't help but watch it. But, you know, Daniel would get his ass kicked by Johnny like in a fight like you know like oh, totally you don't got to play if you don't have to play within the rules of the tournament Johnny's kicking his ass every time oh totally I mean, like like Daniel LaRusso Ralph Macchio he just didn't he just didn't look like athletic at all like he was like I mean I don't even know how he got cast in the fucking movie in the first place except for the fact that he could do a good New Jersey accent I mean, Wasn't he way older than the the role? I think he was like life? 22 or 23, I think. That's fairly common, though, for high yeah. school-aged yeah. actors, like guys that play high schoolers. I mean, yeah. remember the cast of 90210? They were all 300 years old. It's hard to find an actor who can act well who's mature enough to play that role, I think, is the issue a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know. <laughs> yeah, you needed somebody real mature to be the credit kid. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> so, but no, but like I, I, I do have a, you know, def, that's definitely a nostalgic one for me. I have a, I have a good appreciation for the credit kid, but 
Yeah, I just could never get over the fact. I was like, even as a kid, I was like, Daniel Larusso, this motherfucker can't fight. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, Pat Morita, yeah. he kicked somebody's ass, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi that was nostalgia ass. though, because you go home and you and your buddy are like, oh, we're gonna learn karate and you fight each other and you do all and you that. You do a crane kick off at the couch at each other. Yeah, but then yeah. when I watched it, you know, decades later, I was like, this is not at all what I remember it to be. That was the problem. It wasn't that it sucked. It was just such a letdown. It wasn't what I remembered it as. That's spies like us for me. Yeah. So when you first asked the question, Cyrano, I wasn't sure that I could come up with one particular film. Because I, I do have a lot of, you know, like I, I'm an 80s kid, you know, think about a lot of things from the 80s. But I was really big into vampires. Like I was like Dracula every year for, um, you know, for Halloween. So I think uh, a movie that really resonates with me and my, and also I love the soundtrack still do uh, lost boys because it's, it's a great eighties movie, but also it's like, for me, it was like the quintessential vampire film and it was super kind of relatable as a youth in the eighties. And then just happened to be in a world full of vampires. Um, it was, you know, I don't know. I just, he says, it's too late, David. No, he says, I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's too late. My blood is in your veins. So is mine. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, best use of people are strange in any movie ever. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, a great. Just, just the best use. And it's people it, are strange when it's, you're a stranger. It's all Faces dark. That wasn't an invitation, Chuck. When you're yeah. alone. <laughs> it's all dark and. Uh, Everybody has long hair, and it feels like when I'm watching that movie, I feel like I should be kind of sweaty, you know? <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. But, yeah, I love that movie, too. So. No, it's, you know, um, it just, it, it was just, it was just good, you know? Like, it is a good movie. Taint, you need to hit that up. All right. It's, You've never seen it's, Like, I, I think it holds up. I think it's still good. I mean, you know, like, it's not going to win any awards, but it's definitely entertaining. It's got a good cast. It's got a great I mean, cast. And, uh, and you will never look at rice the same way again for about three weeks afterward. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. yeah. I'm just warning. So Chuck, you going uh birth of the nation or what are you going? <laughs> never seen birth of the nation. Actually citizen Kane. You were just in it. You didn't actually see the finished product. Is that. Well, I was sitting there trying to figure out what was the first movie I saw in the theaters. Uh, and yeah, like I remember going to see Weird Science and loving that. Um, Spies Like Us, enjoyed. I haven't seen that one. Um, it's your first it's, movie in the theaters until you were like in your mid 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because we lived in the holler and the devil, you know, didn't. The moving pictures were, were evil. <laughs> That's the like Weird Science. That. Weird Science was a good one. Weird Science, yeah. Um, Kelly LeBrock. Gosh. Has anyone ever seen uh is it just one of the guys? Yeah. Oh, where she's yes. got the two football helmets. Yeah. She hides, and hides her boots. She like, she like surprised when the, the reveal that she's a girl, she like opens her shirt back by the beach and she's got this great rack. And I was gonna say, yeah, I was like, those are nice titties. I know they're really <laughs> nice. I don't remember why 
maybe we had HBO back then and that movie, they used to replay it. I'd seen it like three or four times probably. And it's such a random ass movie. So like, well, and like the John Hughes movies, like I remember loving those, but like, yeah. I like Sandlot wasn't nostalgic for me until like well into college. But I remember seeing it and like seeing it at the theater, and I was just like, "Hey, eh, it was a movie. It was cute, you know." <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but I was always such a sci-fi nerd. Like, you know, easily Star Wars. I remember seeing Star Wars in the theater, but it wasn't in '77. Um, I remember not being allowed to go see um, Empire Strikes Back because my parents thought it would be too scary. Um, but then I remember we all went to see Return of the Jedi together. Um, I remember seeing E.T. like 15 times. I cried in the theater for E.T. I, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I remember, uh, the snake popping up. Like I screamed and like ran out of the theater <laughs> when I, when I first saw, saw it. um, I but saw I was, I saw Home Alone in the theater, like when it first came out, nineteen ninety, I guess, and that is the hardest I've ever laughed in a movie theater in my life. I mean, I was young kid, but it was it still holds up. That's that movie's still funny. Richard Pryor in the Toy. Oh, that's good. That is one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater. That is a that is a low key like cult favorite movie that people don't like, and I'm like, how do you not like Richard Pryor in the Toy? I love that movie, but. I recently saw it on a on a bad movie list, mm-hmm. and I mean the 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 logic is sound. It's like we think about like especially the culture stuff that we're dealing with right now, like the uh, climate that we're dealing with. Like the man, it was it was a black man that was paid to be the toy of a rich white kid, and basically you know just do what he says and laugh at him, and he's just you know be the silly clown black man. But they remade that recently. They called it Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, but I loved the toy growing up. I thought that was a great movie. Um, you know what was a good movie? <clears throat> you ever see Wildcats? Yes. <laughs> Goldie Hawn? Yeah. With Goldie Hawn and like a bunch of other. Woody Harrelson's in it. Woody Harrelson's yeah. the, the quarterback. It's, it's yeah. like one of We're those We're going, <laughs> going on whore. Go on whore. Go on whore. It's an all-time taint mcdaniel classic but like no one ever talks about it you never hear anyone talk about it it's real genius let me oh real genius i remember that one let me ask you this i can't believe i have to say this one last starfighter ah that's such a great classic sci-fi so i showed the boys and i watched last starfighter together and they were like but at the at the end of the movie they were like what's going on what's going on and the it the effects don't age well. Not at I, all. And I'm being kind when I say <laughs> that. But the story is is awesome. You know, I mean, it really truly is. Last Starfighter is quality. I was uh I was walking the dog the other night uh, with the family, and um, somebody I call was, it doing the knuckle <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> literally, literally walking the dog, and somebody was watching Spaceballs. So I just like stopped and watched for a few seconds. <laughs> you you peeping Tom down Spaceballs. Yeah, like 
my wife and I were both like, and then she was like, all right, we got to keep moving. We can't, we can't just sit here and watch space balls all night. Um, but, uh, okay. So back, back to the movie, um, just one of the guys. So say you're in high school or whatever, not married You're This is your high school self. And, um, that happens to you. Like this is, you know, somebody you think is your buddy. Um, and you realize that later that it's a girl with great set of titties. Um, could you get past that and then ultimately become attracted to this person? And uh, you know, like as a today, as a no. teenage as a teenage boy, yeah, because yeah, like they're titties. Boy. Oh, you got a you got a titties and a vagina. Come here, I mean, I put me down for that. But that would be, I mean, you know, one titties, please, <laughs> with a side of vagina. <laughs> i mean because you it's it's like because you weren't even thinking of them romantically it'd be one thing if you were tricked we talked about that like like if but you were as a teenage a boy tricky. you're rarely if ever thinking romantically ever it's it's yeah. just it's just the yeah you're just thinking sex I it's did. just tension and are, release tension one, and release guys don't friend zone girls you know so yeah. <laughs> i guess it, as soon as we're like it's a girl we're like Two, what Billy Crystal taught me and when Harry met Sally was gas and girls can't be friends because the sex thing always gets in the way. So. I can think of. You'd rebrand that pretty quickly. Yeah. Maybe zero um, girls that I've been friends with that if they were like, do you want to just fuck me? That I'd be like, (laughs) what are you talking about? We're friends. I can think of a few where I've been like, no, no, we're just, yeah, no. But I'm, I'm a cuddler and I like to talk. You're muted there, Serena. Oh, he knows. He's oh, okay. yelling at small people in the background. Oh, I thought he was yeah. yelling at us. But I like to cuddle. Georgina is small, <laughs> but I don't <laughs> yell at her all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh speaking of which. Oh. Hi, Georgina. So speaking of which, um, Joan said we yeah, talk over each other too much and if and then I got punched because she thought I used her razor to manscape. Well, I think well, the talking over each other happens more because we're not in person right lately. That's you know? true. So one yeah. day one day we'll be able to do it. Once Tank gets his studio ready to go, we'll be able to um to do it in person again one day and um you know, we won't talk over. I mean, you, you always have that problem, Chuck. So I don't know if that's going to change, but, um, you know, I think, uh, well, I'm constantly talking over the voices in my head. So sometimes I mix those up with (laughs) y'all. That makes sense. I get it. Finally, something to check out. Once Tank gets the studio, are we going to come in and lay down an album? I feel like we should. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Is Chuck going to re is Chuck going to like re-release some of his old stuff or is he going to, you know, come out of retirement because of, Apparently he can't. Apparently he can't do it anymore because if I if I come out of retirement, I will probably have to be a crooner, a la Frank, uh, or that Michael Bubbly. <laughs> um, if I don't do that, then I was thinking of more of a Rick Astley type, you know, go getter. I think you need to do your Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> that period, that period in your life, I thought was the best for you. So there's there's only two songs by Rick Astley that I know. And one is you're never going to give you up. Never, never going to give you up. And the other one is, which is why he should run for president. 
because he's never going to give what's, you up, what's, never going to let one? you go. He's not American, so it makes together sense. forever. Together forever. Together forever. Exactly the same. He's not American. Neither was Obama, and he was president. Right. Where's Rick Astley from? I'm th- I'm feeling British. Canada. Oh, he's British. Okay. Yeah, I looked it up uh, one day. I'll look it up again. All right. So to close out the topic, because we got to move on, because it's almost eleven thirty in San Orleans. Um, I'm going Stand by Me, uh, which I freaking love. Um, and then for me, I am just just a little bit younger than you guys. So, and I played a lot of baseball. Uh, so Sandlot. Um, I remember on watching on HBO like the making of Sandlot, uh, and I was I don't know probably eleven or twelve at the time, and baseball was life. Uh, baseball movies, Major League. Baseball was life. Uh, Major was League is a great movie, but it's not something that is like childhood. You know, like if it was on right now when I go upstairs to go to bed and it's on, I'll end up staying up until one thirty watching it. Yeah, which I don't need to do because I know all the lines to it. And it's yeah, a, I love Major it's, League. It's but. a I think it would hold up. Like if you watched it now, you wouldn't be like, oh. So what it is is it holds up as being funny, but it would not hold up in our woke culture. No. <laughs> right, right, right. No, <laughs> it not, wouldn't. But I mean, it held, it held up for funny. Yeah, it's freaking hilarious. But like even my almost namesake Serrano, <laughs> like where's he from exactly? Haiti, the Dominican. You know, like, just, who, the, yeah. who the fuck is Joe Boo? Joe Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I get him a bucket of fried chicken. So, that was in Major uh, League Two, but Sandlot for me, oh, I don't. Right. I, I think it's hard for me to consider that movie um, nostalgic. I love the movie Sandlot, but I think because I have a, a much more recent history with it, because my my kids love it, and so I don't know. Um, I don't think of it just as a movie I watched twenty something years ago. You know, I think of it as a movie that I've watched several times recently. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of them. There's it it is hard to choose one, but like I think that the reason I chose Lost Boys was just you know because it it was such a big part of like my identity as a kid. Yeah. And then um, Ghostbusters, was that was a good one. Name. And Back to the Future, yeah. Back to the Future, another good one. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, who is next? Who's got another topic? It's back to me, but I, I ain't got shit, guys. I ain't got Bobby's shit. tapped I out. <clears throat> I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff I can talk about, but. I think I'll just piggyback off whatever you guys got. All right. All right. Tank. All right. Well, I was thinking recently, how has Pro wrestling the conservative oh, I'm, I'm, in. I'm all in. Americans <clears throat> have co-opted the American flag as like theirs. And how the fuck have they done that? Who have? Can, can you ask that again? I was hearing everything else. Like the Amer- the conservatives in our country have said, co-opted the flag. He said, what would you stick in your urethra for a $100,000? <laughs> That's a shorter <laughs> list. Would you stick this? <laughs> yes. How about this? No. Can you let open the, it up? Let the record show <laughs> that one was the adapter for a headphone 3.5 into an iPhone and a pair of children's scissors. Not safety scissors, though. <laughs> Both sides are actually sharp. Yeah. Anyway, so how conservatives, and it's really co-opted patriotism. It's not necessarily. The yes, flag. because like um, it was recently, and 
I think we can be a little more topical because I've been uh, getting them out earlier, but it was recently the 4th of July. And it's like, I'm not a conservative, but motherfucker, this is my country. So I can, I can shoot off fucking fireworks and say, hell yeah, America, but still want everyone to have health care. I can't have it both ways, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes you a communist. I don't know. Well, I, I just, I don't understand like what our obsession is with our flag and our, you know, patriotism. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm proud to be an American. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not always proud of everything about America, but. Um, then get out. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, like, we're the only country, I think, that's like, America, America. Chances are because we are the only one called America other than. South, you know, there's other like all all the other countries in America. There's all those other Americas, you know. There's, other, but you know what I mean. Like, like people just like they don't seem to have. Not that they're not proud of their country, but they don't seem to have the same kind of like you know, like get off my lawn kind of mentality that we seem to have here. From my perspective, nine eleven is when that shifted. In the in the morning or in the evening. More in the evening. So uh, we had a foreign exchange student live with us um, for a while, and he was he was German, and he was always be like, "Why are there so many flags around? Why do you have to have so many flags?" And uh, it, one of the things he talked about with this was that you know everybody in Germany knows they're German, so they don't have to wave the flags around all the time. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's an interesting take on it." <clears throat> um but he he saw it as, as like dangerous nationalism because uh, yes. because culturally they've experienced that yes exactly and, and we have not necessarily to the extent that they have and to the extent that we have experienced it we like to forget about it or to well, justify we're, we're, it <clears throat> we're slipping more into it now too well, I was talking about like Native American slavery, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. But it all boils down to a belief in American exceptionalism and the idea that we are, you know, in some way, a city on a hill. You know, God put us here to conquer this here place, even though motherfuckers are already here, you know, <laughs> but he put us here. This is why we're here. Um, we're and, the most entitled people. Oh, yeah. And I the people that say... America's the best. And I feel like the people who, who shout that from the hilltop haven't been anywhere else. They have not. Well, that and they're the people getting fucked by the Republicans so hard right now. Yeah. Well, and, like, like it blows my mind. It's like Trump literally does nothing to support or help you, yet you're sitting there saying America's the best and he's the best president we've ever had. And, you know, it's the end all be all and he shits gold and well, pisses excellence. And I, I mean, we already tore a ranted on Trump, but like, I think what it boils down to is, it, it, again, it's American exceptionalism. It's the idea that there's something special about this here place, which I think there's something pretty cool about what we got going on. There is. Uh, but it, it all boils down to, they think that if we change what we have been doing, then the idea of the American dream and the potential for, you know, them to hit it big changes also, you know, and that we're in some way like, I don't know, dishonoring our forefathers, even though 
honestly, most of them haven't read a constitution or a history book, you know, or listened to their teacher. Right. <laughs> um, when they were talking about those things, you know, um, I know I got Hillary Clinton in trouble, but that's people cling to things, you know, and that's people are going to cling to that, you know. My life might be fucked up. I might live in a double wide, but I'm flying no glory, you know. I got that going for me. Yeah, it, it really is like, well, and then the like when to get back to what, you know, the joke that you made earlier, Tank, like if you if you criticize the country, then people, you know, like, I will get out. If you don't like it here, you can leave. Yeah. But you know, and that's what's that's what's so crazy to me. Not you know, it's just like okay, so our ideals, like the the <clears throat> principles in which we were built, like the um the idea that you're you're a free free country and you, you can come here and you can um you know achieve great things. Um you know, I mean it's not in itself untrue but the thing is the rules have never been applied equally you know and we like to like you said Sarah, no, gloss over our history or forget about our history or you know um trying not to remember our history it's it's um it's important i think to i'm not saying embrace it but recognize it and do better you know and and it's i mean we can get preachy on here but it's time to finally make it so that the rules do apply to everybody, you know, like, like everybody is treated equally according to the law. Everybody has the same opportunities. And, and we've, you know, in this country, we've white people, we've had a 400 year head start. So um, it's just kind of, it's kind of tough. Um, and I don't know, I'm just, um, well, I was driving today and I was in a, a place that was just big, wide open. You can see forever. And there was a huge American flag against the clouds blowing properly in the wind. And I was like, that's fucking cool. I was like, I can't, if I take a picture of it and like post it to social media or something, then all of a sudden I'm branded as a conservative somehow, you know? Right. And that like love it or leave it mentality to me, it's like, if you love something like, like my marriage, I don't, I don't say to my, to Penelope, you never you don't love everything about me. Get the fuck out. Sometimes she has a problem with shit. I do. That's yeah, okay. She's allowed to criticize you. You're not allowed to criticize her. No, she's perfect. Well, that's a, um, you know, that's, that's kind of a, that's the way marriage is though. It's a, you know, there's compromise and the compromise is you do what makes her happy. Yes. So conservatives um, hate, they love America, but they hate Americans because they look in a lot of different ways. Liberals hate America, but love Americans. How's that? That's an interesting take. Okay. Uh, the first part of that, Aaron Sorkin almost wrote word for word. Yeah. <laughs> the second part of that, I just disagree with. I think they hate they hate what America has been and it's hyperbole. Yeah. And is desperately clinging to. And, and I've, I don't know. I've talked to some of you guys personally, but like for me, like, cause I've studied history. It's just dumb. Like quit clinging to this shit. It's right. you're going to lose eventually, you know, like whatever it is, you're going to lose eventually. Slavery ended. Women got the right to vote. You know, we now have gay marriage eventually because we're, 
you know, progressing. Yeah. Like how you're going to fucking lose. Like how does progress, fuck. how does progress become a negative term? Like how, like the progressives, <laughs> the progressives, you know, like, like the only thing constant is change. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to embrace all of it, but ultimately you have to accept it, you know, like, and, and it's just, you know, it goes back to that sense of entitlement, you know, I don't know. It just, why, why do you give a, sh- why do you care so much about how other people live their lives? You know, it's, it's not, it's not infringing upon right. you, on it's, your personal freedoms. It's fear of the unknown. And there are people who legit, and I've worked with people in the past who I'll be like, Hey, why don't we do this instead? And they'll be like, well, I don't know. Why? Why would we change? Because the other shit ain't working. You know, (laughs) it doesn't work. And so why would we continue to do it? You know, or perhaps we can do it in a better way. So there are people who are, I think, are just hardwired to oppose change. Um, But a lot of it boils down to, and, you know, what is it? Hillary Clinton said that people were, or was it? It was Obama, maybe, clinging to their, their guns and their Bibles. Yeah. One of them said it. I don't know. And it was stupid. They should have never said it, you know, because it's dumb. It might be true, but it's dumb to say. Um, but, you know, people are going to they're going to cling to what they're used to, what's normal to them. Well, and I think that in a lot of ways, what we're seeing now or what we've seen in this current administration was almost like a, a last hurrah. I mean, I'm not saying it will be because I think there's going to be other things. That, but but because things were moving so quickly in the other direction, you know, in in a way that a lot of, you know, white people didn't like didn't didn't you know it was moving too quickly you know a lot of conservative people didn't like i mean the whole conservative thing is to keep things the same not you know to not move forward not to change you know and and it just doesn't make sense to me in a lot of ways i i really do have a tough time understanding how some people can think so differently than i think you know and then they would think that i'm the crazy one but um anyway and they uh, do. Yeah. oh and a sad note I saw a headline come through and I didn't know if it was real or if it was a parody. And that's where we've gotten to it in some speech. And it said that um, the president was talking about the twin towers up in heaven and insinuating that they were 69ing each other or something. And it's like, I want to say, well, that, that's just ridiculous. That's parody. I didn't even look into it because it was like, well, the fact that I don't know now, that's where we are. He might have said that. Can't put it past him. <laughs> uh, I'm still not there, but you I know I, I understand the I understand the general intent. I don't understand how the buildings would have a penis and a vagina. You you don't have to have the opposite or a penis and a penis or a vagina and a vagina, like riding the elevator up the twin towers. That's obvious. When I visited vagina. New York, there wasn't the pussy floor or the penis floor. No, the the elevator is the canal. It was the urethra. No, it was the the cervix and all that, you know, up into the. Well, that's all. Uh, that's all woman's parts. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Ask Joan. Nice. 
So I was letting y'all rant on this and I was trying to find something I wrote on Facebook destroying uh, one of uh, a relative's argument um, that that encapsulated pretty much what everybody said. So I'm just going to say Ibid. All right. Got it. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't know. I want my flag back. I actually have, I've got this cool hat in my um, shopping cart on a site that I've never pulled the trigger on. And it has an outline of this, of our state and, and then like a grayed out kind of like the stars and stripes kind of thing. And I just can't yet quite bring myself to buy it. And it looks awesome. I bought Joan or actually Joan bought Joan. I'm going to claim that I bought it for her and maybe I'll convince her. I gave her this gift a long time ago of this shirt that says uh it's a picture of sitting bull and it says trust government and we used to wear it <laughs> we, we used to wear it to vote every every election day that is just wonderful how many old conservative white guys were like that's a cool shirt <laughs> <laughs> you're a dumb fuck <laughs> yes yes have you all seen the um, it's the Netflix series by Oliver Stone, the untold history of the United States? I watched like the first episode and I was like, I don't think I'm good. <laughs> the, so is it based off Howard Zinn's stuff? Because I, I read part of his book and was just kind of amazed. Me too. I read Howard Zinn. And you would think, given my politics, that I'd have been like, fuck yeah, viva la revolution. And I was like, okay. Yeah, there was a lot of well, it was it was basically like reading the memes that are coming out now about you know anti-COVID and pro-Trump and, and no, Biden. I, th- I think Oliver Stone wrote it and he narrates it, and really it could be subtitled um, how the spiraling deficit is created by the military-industrial complex and how that rose over time. Yeah. Somebody should have warned us about that. Yeah. Oh wait, he did. You mean George Washington? Yes, George Washington did. Yes, he did. He did. No, uh, ironically, a Republican president. Eisenhower. Dwight D. Eisenhower. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he he was uh, he was right there along the the. Sean Stilley say, "Good old Ike." Yeah, I like Ike. I. Yeah. So, so uh, that's that just a says, slogan. So do the people. We elected that motherfucker twice. FDR got fucking elected three times. Well, but we were talking, you know, Democrats, the current Democrat party is the basically the Republican party of yore. It's true. Because they were, the current Democratic party, the Clintonian Democrats are about, <clears throat> they're about business, but not corporate business. So when the Republican Party made that shift towards corporate business, it, you know, the the Democratic Party just slid in there and and took over the old Repu- Republican ideals like that. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, like it was my eighty five year old friend likes to remind me that uh, you know, it was the party of Lincoln. Republicans were the party of Lincoln. But a lot's changed since then. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. 
That's you know he freed the slaves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lincoln did. And you know the Democrats were the ones with the KKK, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, as long as you know, got to learn your history. The uh, the are we a bitch please yet? Because I'm almost. A... <laughs> I can be. I keep I keep starting to bitch please. I think it's time. I think it's about time to do that. Who, do we have a sponsor? We should. We need a sponsor for Bitch Please. Bitch Please brought to you by. Oh, well, we do have a sound effect, so you have to say, and now it's time for Bitch, Bitch Please. Now it's time for. <laughs> does it work when you do it twice? It does. Okay. We should it's replace, put in later. I think we should replace "bitch please" with somebody's name. Lindsey Graham. No, he's a cunt. Karen. He's a cunt. There's a difference. Karen. Karen. Uh, speaking, did you guys watch the video I sent you? The mask off video. Yes. Yeah, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> it is funny. Now I'm thinking like Candace Owens or uh, is it Kylie McEnany, the new press secretary? Yeah, yeah. man. Or Janine Pirro. I think I think she's hot. She can be hot and still be a she's, bitch. She is a bitch, right? But, but, but it, she gets a pass. She can say whatever she wants. I don't think that <laughs> that's true. But she I'm doesn't. Kidding. She doesn't say anything. She flips the book she over and reads the page. She does. She, yeah. she does. She's yeah. like yeah. she's like a telemarketer. She's literally reading from a script the whole time. Yes. It's like oh yes, hey, yeah. And would you like to to know about that? Your car insurance is getting ready to expire. <laughs> See, and this is where like the reporters need to be a bigger dickhead and just be like, "Hey, can you tell us what your actual answer is? Because you could just give us a copy of that and we could read it." Well, they and they've probably already gotten a copy. Well, speaking of um, the car insurance call or whatever, like if your um, home your your warranty on your car is expired, and <laughs> I've, got, I've got a I've got a great deal for you. Extend your homework. See, I like I love it when I get those calls. I'm like, you know, my car is 12 years old and it's got 200,000 miles on it. So, so obviously, the warranty has expired. Joan the other day got a call about her uh, Medicaid or Medicare, something like that, and she's like, "Really?" And like, and so like, I didn't know what she was talking, who she was talking talking to and she just starts getting really concerned and she's like well how did you find that out and so she's just asking these people these questions over and over and over again and then she goes well how did you find that out because that's that's personal information that i haven't released to you and why are you saying that doesn't that break the hippo law and just like starts rattling off all this stuff and she's like oh they hung up they haven't called her back uh it's everybody get out i was like I've got a number that's that I had to block that now it's called me so many times. I just randomly have a voicemail from them. That's blank. It's them hanging up two or three times a day. Oh, wow. And it's uh, it's like registering my business with Amazon Alexa from, from the business registration department or something, you know, like <laughs> that's not even a company. That's awesome. You don't even say who you are. Right. So, who's, who's starting? okay. So my bitch, please, my bitch, please. Um, and I probably ranted about this, uh, last time also. Um, so, uh, there is an uncle constantly getting in arguments with on Facebook because he keeps posting these memes that he will not research, that he will not look up, uh, that 
say the most inane stuff. And then it's like, take like a hundred years old real quick. I'm just curious. (laughs) May, may as well be. I, so I constantly call him out on Facebook and to, to, to the point where I like tell other people in the family, I'm like, Hey, just avoid Facebook for a couple hours. Cause I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say some stuff that's mean and nasty and show this Yahoo, how stupid he is, which never happens. Cause he's too stupid to understand what I'm saying. To <laughs> but bitch, please look at the facts. If the facts do not make sense, do not rewrite them to fit your opinion. It's very, very simple. We're in a post-fact world. Yeah. Wear a fucking mask. Alternate facts. <laughs> yeah. Alternate facts. Well, today it was thrown out. Well, it's uh, uh, the fatality rate isn't anywhere near what they said if you look at how many people have died so far. And I'm like, we're still in the fucking middle of the pandemic. <laughs> it's not a right. final number yet, dumbass. Well, I mean, and, and speaking of you being on Facebook, I mean, you posted that thing about... Um, you know, 1% mortality rate, but how can it shut down the whole country? And just, you know, not everybody who dies from it. Well, not everybody who gets sick dies from it, but there are a lot of other things that can happen. Yeah. So I Um, specifically cited that and said, here, you know, look at this, this will explain, you know, you've stopped it at this and in this and this, when you take everything that you've said and extrapolate it out and what your predictions, Oh, that's all fake. (laughs) Math is fake. He literally said that that was fake and that um, he said in the first sentence, it, it, uh, uh, it, it, uh, it goes against itself. It's, it's totally wrong. It's, and I was just like, no, you're, here's, here's where the falsehoods are happening. Here's why they're happening. So I'm cursed to be smarter than I look, but not smart enough to get dumb people to understand. Well, that's the thing is like, it's not even, I mean, he is dumb, but it's not even logical with him. You can't explain like, like these people that um, are going to believe that, you know, it's all conspiracy. It's a hoax. It's a, you know, there's that, I mean, that gets into my bitch, please. Should I get into that? Sure. Sure. So mine is, um, you know, it's kind of like the armchair quarterback thing, you know, or um, the people that, uh, you know, they're smarter than the expert, you know, like um, there's this thing on um, the Facebook. It's like certified um, Facebook expert or whatever um, certified <laughs> yeah. disease control. Um, it's a, it's a joke, but hold on. What is, what does he have? Hold on. Um, Facebook certified expert in infectious diseases. So um, yeah, but like, you know, just to, the armchair quarterback thing. Like if you're, if you've played sports or participated in sports, um, you know, I don't know. That's not even a good topic. We all, we all have opinions about things, you know, and we're entitled to our opinions and we can, you know, like in some cases, you know, even if we're not the expert, we might have a pretty valid opinion, you know, we can have a pretty valid argument, but you know, like we still don't know more than the expert and, somebody who does that for a living or like in this, in this case, you know, we're undermining our own agencies. Like the CDC is the authority 
on disease control. It's in their fucking name. And you <laughs> saw the horse shit now where, where uh, medical is supposed to report directly to health and human services in a yeah. bypass the CDC. Right. Well, and then, and then, um, you know, Dr. Anthony Fauci is the leading expert on infectious disease in the country, you know, perhaps the world. And, and, you know, so I just don't understand, you know, and it's not just, I mean, I mean, it starts at the top, like our own leaders are going to undermine these people. And then, you know, of course, all these people on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, all these, all these uh, Facebook infectious disease experts, like they're coming out of it just, you know, bitch, please, you do, you do not know what the fuck you're talking about. These people and and yeah, call me a fucking sheep, call me a fucking sheep because I want to protect myself and my family. And even, even if, even if I'm wrong, like even if, even if, even if there is no real risk, um, I'd rather be safe and be cautious than to put you or someone else's life at risk unnecessarily because I'm inconvenienced by wearing a, a fucking mask. Give me a fucking break. And so again, it's not even about the mask. It's just about, it's about the fact that these people think that they know better than the expert. The mask is the current windmill they want to run at. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mask is the thing right now. But you yeah, said something that I think is very powerful there. You said, even if I'm wrong, because if you're willing to be wrong about something, maybe you've given it some actual thought rather than, nope, this is what I'm saying. Can't change it. You know, like a, a, a W kind of stance on stuff. Well, and, well, and the, the other thing is like, it's, it's also part of this culture of if I yell more, I'm more right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and I do believe, I do really believe, and that's a good point, Chuck, because I, I do believe that most people, I like to say, you know, maybe the optimist in me, but most people are willing to comply and are willing to be, um, you know, like, like they do want to help their fellow man or woman, but. Oh, man. Oh, man. But well, the. Oh, 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 oh man. Yep. She broke my that's heart. Another, that's, she took that's another, that's another nostalgic film. But, um, but we, you know, like, but the, the people that are so vocal are so loud that they can drown out, you know, all the positivity. So it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like, called Twitter. like, well, it's like in every fan base, you know, I say like with fanatics, you, you know, like there's, there's assholes in every fan base. Um, you know, certain, certain fan bases have more assholes. Like um, Philadelphia. But, <laughs> but you know, it, that was a football joke. But it's usually the, it's usually that the assholes are just louder. It's like those guys that get on the the um, like the the forums, you know, like the 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 uh, like getting on and what do you call it? You know, like there's an article posted and they start Reddit. commenting on the article. Reddit trolling, Tro- yeah, the trolls. But but um. Actually, I don't know. It's a forum. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's very profound, very, very it eloquent. Is. So anyway, that's my bitch, please. Armchair quarterbacks, people that people that um, you know, are experts on everything, even though they know nothing. Mine uh piggybacks on that. Mine is the Karen I saw a video of at Costco 
trying to go in and they're telling her, you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. And she says, I don't, it's my constitutional right. And I, bitch, please. The word mask is not in the constitution. I would say <clears throat> that you have probably not even read the constitution is my guess. For one, most of it's fucking boring as hell. And, um, you know, if you actually read it, you could be like, you know, the entire federal government should be shut the fuck down now because most everything they do is unconstitutional now. It only applied to white men anyway. Yes. And, you know, it's like um, the, the Second Amendment is, is probably the same people. Do they know other amendments? Do they know what an amendment is? Are these the same people that fly the Confederate flag that say in the constitution that you cannot have a Confederacy? Well, I mean, it's, it's the same thing though. Like, like we were talking about, I mean, with the, um, the mat, the, like the mask thing with the, the constitution, I mean, you know, they can, they can, you don't have to wear the mask, but they don't have to let you in. You know, and it's not your right. constitutional right to be able to go into this establishment without a mask into yeah. private property. Right, it's private property, and you know what do we say? You know, I was saying earlier, like your constitutional rights end when they infringe on my personal health. You know, right? Um, and um, so just stupid. Well, I just think a lot of people try to thump the Constitution that probably don't even know what's really in the Constitution. Well, maybe I, little I mean, parts of it. I think I think our constitution a lot of a lot of what makes it quote unquote great is also what kind of is also you know it's also like the downfall of our society you know because they'll tout the constitution like I can you know and that's what makes you know it's, I don't know I mean these are these in my opinion these very selfish self centered self righteous people that um, you know America America I can do this I can do that it's like you know, there's something, there's a component to society that requires us to be civil and to be um, compassionate and caring and all those things for, for society to function, especially in a quote unquote free society. So, you know, like, like your constitutional rights don't say you get to do whatever you want, whenever the fuck you want to do it, wherever you want to do it. That's not what the constitution says. That's right. But that's how they interpret it. And they think that free speech means freedom from consequences. Right. And yeah, I mean, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but you can't say whatever the fuck you want, wherever you can't yell, you can't yell bomb on an airplane. See what happens if you do that. You can. Right. But there will be consequences. Exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah, you get it. Cyrano? Well, my bitch, please. And I also have to do my Lindsey Graham's a cunt rant. Uh, my bitch, please is really simple. Um, we will start a GoFundMe for any fucking thing now. <laughs> like, if there's video of me walking down the street and I trip and scrape my knee, like some motherfucker, GoFundMe for Band-Aids for Cyrano. Yeah. Um, and there are real serious, you know, GoFundMe's and Kickstarters. They're awesome. Like, phenomenal reasons to have them. You know, like, sad stories like... A handicapped kid's wheelchair got stolen. You know, like fuck yeah, GoFundMe, start that shit. Um, you know, I started. I'll I started one for um, 
shoes because I like shoes a lot. And I really felt like it's a just cause because, you know, it's really important for, for my self-esteem and self-worth to have a lot of really good shoes. So, I mean, you know, cause I know you're talking about ones that aren't really, you know, like, like really valid or so. So I, th- I just want to throw that one out there. Cause I know that that one is one that you wouldn't be talking about. That's yeah, I would definitely support that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause I'm concerned about your self-esteem. Yeah, um, exactly. The one that specifically drew my ire was there was a Karen who was in a Starbucks <laughs> and like not even really, but the kind of low key lost her shit because the barista uh, was like, hey, ma'am, you need to wear a mask. Motherfucker started a GoFundMe for the barista. And it's like at $100,000 Hell just because yeah. the, the lady was a bitch. I'm like, that's just part of life. You learn how to deal with people who are assholes, dickheads, bitches, you know? Um, but the best part about it is the Karen who went off on the barista wants half of the GoFundMe. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna sue you wouldn't even have it. gotten that if i hadn't been a bitch if i hadn't met a fucking karen so that's my bitch please is gofundmes for what are not really worthy causes well i saw, a, go, I saw a gofundme to today i think it was that was a dude that was doing a gofundme for mold abatement in his personal residence it's like i don't know man like it's probably expensive <laughs> but yeah, figure know. some shit out, man. You gotta go yeah. stand stand on the an expressway exit. Like for me, a GoFundMe should be when people are like really up against it. You know, like yes. shit is you know like for real. You know, but, like but I also want it to be somebody else that started it for him because like yes, yes, it, yes. It, it's not you know like I I understand that people we're all going through shit like just in general you know like but you know when I see people that are just you know they're they're just they're super sad cases and like they're always telling you about how sad and how horrible their life is on Facebook and on social media. And it's just like, you know, a lot of it to me is attention seeking and the wrong kind of attention seeking. And I mean, if you really want help and you really need help, then, you know, you, you should go the proper avenues to seek help and get help. Um, Cause obviously if you have, if you're, if you're depressed, you know, seek a mental health specialist. If you're an addict, you know, seek an addiction specialist, whatever. And I'm not, not sympathetic because you know I, I'm a very empathetic, compassionate person as we've as we've learned and discussed in this show many times, but um, but I, I just I don't I don't want to know. It's not that I don't want to, you know. It's not that I don't care. It's just that you know, like I just don't feel like that's the place. I feel like that's attention seeking. You know, like like if I have a problem, if I'm upset, if I have a lot of things going on, I'm not posting things to my 1,200 Facebook friends. 1100 of which I don't give a shit about no offense Facebook friends I really I really do like you <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying that's how all of us are like all of us have way more Facebook friends than we actually have real friends that we talk to on a regular basis and I said 1100 out of 1200 I mean the reality is it's probably a dozen or so people that I talk to on a regular basis that aren't related to me you know and it's you know, and those are the people that really do need to, and those are the people that know already what you're going through, or at least they should. And, and those are the people that want to support you and want to help you or help you seek the right guidance and the right, you know, paths to recovery or whatever it is that you need. Um, so sorry, I had to go on that rant real quick. Well, but- I would have given to the, the mold abatement guy, but that feels too much like socialism. <laughs> the thing I like about GoFundMe though is, it lets you choose what 
you want, what charity you want to go to. So it's not like, you know, you're not throwing a hundred bucks at Su- Susan G. Komen and they're spending $99 and 99 cents to protect their trademark as opposed yeah. to, you know, doing right. Well, here's the actual like, work. And, and that's, you know, what's here I'm saying is not that GoFundMe in general is bad. It's, that, oh, yeah. it's yeah. that bad GoFundMe's are bad. You know, go fund, yes. go fund me for my shoes. That really would not be a great go fund your mom. But um, in case you guys were <laughs> thinking that I was serious about go fund me, she needs she needs new boobs. Your Although my, my, my wife, um, my wife would probably like me to have a go fund me for my shoes because she gets mad at me because I buy shoes so much. All right. Um, so, but Serena, we did interrupt you. Were um, so Lin- Lindsey Graham was a cunt. We got to finish with that because we yes. always do. Um, so Lindsey Graham was a cunt this week because. He was not going to have Robert Mueller uh, come and testify in the Senate. The Democrats had asked and asked and asked and asked and asked. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it, you know, um, until Trump pardoned Roger Stone, who was a felon, you know, but he wouldn't. Roger Stone wouldn't roll on Trump. Mueller wrote a, an op-ed and he was like, bro, he's a felon. He should have been convicted. He will always be a felon. And all of a sudden, because Lindsey Graham is a cunt. He's going to have him come testify so that the Republicans can take pot shots at the man who was also a Republican for an investigation that he conducted. Um, and honestly, in my opinion, did somewhat of a poor job, especially with the conclusion. But Lindsey Graham's a cunt because he's a self-serving bitch boy for Donald Trump. He is. It amazes me how many Republicans, when Trump was campaigning in the primary, were rolling on him being a nutcase bad for the country, like every bad thing you can think of. And now they're like, butt buddies, like, yeah, they better like get in line or he'll tweet about them and they'll be canceled. Yeah. Him. It's, it's like, yeah. What is it? Sessions just lost. And everybody's like, yeah. Oh, he got on Trump's bad side. No sessions was a fuckhead who lost his election period. It had nothing to do with what Trump. Like it's too that people for his own job. It's yeah. something. Yeah. Well, he, he also lost to a football coach. In Alabama, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know who else is a cunt and and more of a bitch, really? Uh, Ted Cruz. Oh, he's just. He Did you see? This he has is, no. He has no balls. No, this is a little bit more recently. It was frustration. Fuck. There was a another. There was some celebrity was tweeting bad shit about him, and he literally said, "Oh yeah." Will come wrestle Jim Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, so Ron Ron Perlman. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> so. But if, you won't fight my big brother. Yeah. If you, if you were recasting Mash, you would totally cast him as Frank Burns. Like he has the look, he has the attitude. He doesn't need to know how to act. It'd be just like, dude, dude, you be you, and we got this. True. He's, true. He's like the ultimate dish rag. <laughs> He's such a cunt. Just... <clears throat> I say term limits. We need term limits and get rid of lobbyists. Uh, money out of politics is the biggest key. We can do that first. I think we, well, we'd be on our way to have an actual servant of the public rather than careerist. Well, money is speech. No, it's not. Corporations are a person. And so corporations have free speech given as money. That's that's how the world works. Said our boy Mitch. That's right. Yeah. How bad would you love to punch uh, Mitch McConnell in his face? 
I think we could probably get rid of the deficit if that was an option. Five dollars to chart to punch Mitch McConnell. We could make it Mitch, please. <laughs> Mitch, please. Oh, speaking of bitches, did y'all see um, on the news? Uh, what was that girl in Kentucky, Brianna Taylor, who had gotten murdered by the cops when they were serving a, a, a no-knock warrant? The AG in Kentucky uh, has is just like twiddling his thumbs on the the case to about whether he should charge the cops or not. So um, there was a, a receiver from the Houston Texans and a couple of other, uh, and some other protesters that went and sat in his lawn <laughs> and uh, they all got arrested. I and, think 87 people got arrested. Yeah. yeah. And, and because he is the AG, like some of them are getting charged with intimidating like for the process and they can have like up to five years in jail. Um, it's like intimidating. Now, it's intimidating an official involved in a legal process and they're getting felony charges, but they'll yeah. plea they'll play it down. It's they all will, for show. But but you know, I'm sympathetic to the cause of the protesters, but the problem is the people Robert, in about it say, Oh, well, when armed white people go to the governor's mansion, it's like, hold on. The government mansion, the governor's mansion, is not private property, and the AG's house is private property. Those are two different things. Yep, they should have sat on the sidewalk. Make it up as you go along. They should have sat on the sidewalk. Yep. Yep. But it may have been their intent to get arrested. <laughs> it's all good, what but um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's crazy times right now. It 2000. is. 46. All right. Bobby, you're going to count us out or do whatever we do. What do we do? I don't know. What do we do? I think we tell everyone to fuck off sometimes. Oh, yeah? yeah. Like don't each other? That, that we clo- uh, when I closed it last time, I closed with what are you listening to and say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, I we, thought we'd uh, just kind of been like, uh, fuck all you all out there. Uh, yeah. Tweet at us, email us. Yeah, if oh yeah! If you're offended, then you probably yeah. shouldn't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, then you're a but, snowflake. Uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we, we we did never talk about what we we're listening to or watching, but we've been talking for so long. I feel. Like. Yeah, that's all right. We'll let we'll let it slide. Just just this one. Yes. We'll let you know what we're talking. To, we'll let you know what we're listening to or watching on next. Twitter. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at what was it? I just saw it. I just had it up. Sorry. It's a, it's a Chuck Theodo 15. Yeah. See what sticks pod search that or at Charles Theodo 15. Or send us emails at see what sticks pod at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. And uh, we welcome all of your criticism. And we check will... out our decorating board on Pinterest. <laughs> yes. And um, <laughs> we, we, we uh, yeah, we, we welcome all the criticism from our um, 52 listeners. We, One from uh, each state. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, got to throw in a couple of uh, territories there, so we appreciate it. But um, yeah, another one in the books. 
Yep. Hell yeah. I'm a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs>